This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Cardiology and Heart Surgery Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Keisha Medley, System Director of Cardiovascular Registries at Baptist Memorial Healthcare in Memphis, Tennessee. Keisha, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Hello, and thank you for the opportunity to speak with you today. My name is Keisha Medley, and I am the System Director of Cardiac Registries for Baptist Memorial Healthcare based in Memphis, Tennessee. My clinical background is CBICU nursing. I have furthered my education from LPN to a master's in nursing with leadership focus and am currently pursuing an MBA in healthcare management. I transitioned from bedside in 2013 to launch the CV registry participation at my one entity. Due to the success at that facility, I was asked to create a centralized model at the corporate office representing our 23 hospital system. And that's how the story began. Fantastic. Yeah, I know you're very passionate about hard care. You know, why, what really drives you as a leader in healthcare and especially cardiovascular care to really, you know, come to work every day and give it your all? Well, I actually come from um, quite an an extensive personal background with cardiovascular care and illnesses, uh, including, um, well, essentially, I've lost all of my relatives um, to cardiac care or to cardiac issues, not oncology or not some of the other things. They've all been cardiac, including uh, my brother. Uh, My brother has undergone the LVAD and a heart transplant all within the last two years. So this is very near and dear to me. Got it. You know, that's really fantastic to hear. And I know it'll be benefiting so many patients as well. Now, what are your top priorities today and how do you see them evolving in the next 12 months? Well, as a registry leader uh, here within our organization, um, one of the top priorities is absolutely providing accurate, actionable, and timely reporting to the entities, the physicians, and the other stakeholders uh, that I serve. Um, It's been very interesting to see, too, how our volumes will shift due to COVID and the impact of those increased case volumes uh, as the year goes on. Uh, now that we're not maybe closed down, we're back open. We uh, Patients are not afraid to come into the uh, hospital arena again. So we'll begin to see those uh, higher uh, volumes come back. Another top priority for us is really in supporting our accreditation efforts. It's important for my very large organization to um, be proud of the care that we're delivering. And we're currently undergoing five cath lab accreditations and four chest pain center accreditations, as well as centers of distinction and stroke comprehensive uh, programs. Uh, The role of the data is just half of the weight of the accreditation to really showcase those clinical outcomes within our system. And, you know, one of the critical components of our entire CD service line program is the direct reporting relationship to the CV service line administrator. So as we expand to support our growing vascular and EP programs, the registry involvement will assure alignment and adherence to best practice across our system. That's a really interesting point. And in thinking about the registries, you know, could you talk a little bit more about some of the benefits that you um, gain from that participation and, you know, what it's like to um, set that all up? Absolutely. We are very uh, 
excited about the registry participation uh, that we have across our system. We have earned the platinum award status for that's issued by the American College of Cardiology, the NCDR uh, registry for our chest pain MI or our STEMI care. We have received uh, additional um, awards for the American Heart Association, as well as use the benchmarks and best practice to truly drive our CV surgical cases. As we increase our STS star, rate, star ratings from two to three stars, uh, we're also able to use the same guidance to drive our increasing volumes in our TAVR labs and, again, expand us into that peripheral vascular arena. Got it. That's so interesting to think about. And, you know, given all this change in movement, what are some of the biggest challenges that you're facing today? Well, while we do everything to serve the needs of our patients, because after all, everything is centered around our patients. We, we deliver uh, very empathetic care to our um, patient population, but the increasing number of the office-based labs and the ambulatory, ambulatory uh, surgery centers for vascular and interventional care, uh, that may actually fragment the availability and transparency of interventional data outcomes across the nation. So we're also looking to see if that will impact uh, and create decreased hospital-based volumes without the accountability nationally in these newer settings. Got it, got it. So uh, as cases potentially move into some of the office-based uh, facilities or surgery centers, you know, there's not as much of a formalized information and data capture. And so that could affect, you know, the way that um, you're gathering the data and have information available for best practices and those kinds of things. Is that correct? That is correct. Many of the registries are not focused or do not mandate that these office-based or these ambulatory centers um, have to meet the same requirements to enter their data. So while more of the procedures may be performed nationally, they won't actually be um, measured nationally, only those done within the walls of the hospital for many of the labs. Got it. Got it. That's really interesting to think about. And, you know, definitely important for the growth and development of um, quality cardiovascular care. Now, bringing it back to Baptist Memorial Healthcare, how are you thinking about growth and development in the cardiovascular space? In particular, we really uh, have placed a lot of emphasis, in, and even during our COVID era, but we have absolutely placed a lot of emphasis on uh, prevention of turnover and retention. Um, we, in our environment, have found much success and hope to continue the remote working environment, and it has absolutely increased our employee engagement and satisfaction within our particular area. Also, we want to continue to maintain the 16-day abstraction goals uh, that we have to deliver this very granular and timely reporting back to our stakeholders to promote our value to our system. And that, of course, opens the door and leads to future opportunities. And then lastly, 
strategically maximizing our current FTEs by fully utilizing our EMR and our data warehouse to pull and report data, as well as fulfilling cross-training between registries for all of our staff to ensure that there are no interruptions in our service related to any staffing issues or national pandemic. Absolutely, got it. That makes a lot of sense. Now, before we wrap up the conversation, can you share three pieces of advice for emerging leaders today? Absolutely, absolutely. I believe that you should inspect what you expect. This can be done by monthly rounding to those key stakeholders and verify that the receipt of the reports or the other communications that we have distributed and address any questions that they might have actually seeking their input rather than assuming they uh, received and read what we sent. It's important to listen to them and anticipate their needs. Certainly, we don't want to forget the front lines. Monthly rounding on all employees is highly, highly impactful. Listen to understand and respond with empathy. Review current goals and each employee's uh, progress towards meeting those goals absolutely say thank you and invest in the employee's professional development with succession planning. And then lastly, but not leastly, remain relevant within our industry. Expand your knowledge and your skill set. Attend a multitude of virtual learning opportunities and podcasts. And don't undervalue networking. Those would be my three pieces of advice for any emerging leader to be very relevant today. Keisha, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fantastic discussion, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much.